0: And I think that's a that's a great tip for life. Never make assumptions about how you think something has to happen until you've got all the information and know for yourself how it happens.
1: I'm Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your I Heart My Life show host. I always say I'm just a girl from Ohio with really big dreams and now I work from home running a dream business that helps you achieve your goals and create more joy in your life. This podcast is all about all of the topics that really matter to you. And it's about giving you everything you need in one place. Mindset, relationships, wellness, lifestyle, money, business, and career. We have it all. This is your one-stop shop for all things personal development meets lifestyle. So pull up a seat, get out a pen and paper, and get ready to learn. It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams with the I Heart My Life Show. This is episode 248, Planting Our Roots to Grow Our Dream Life, our house Q&A. So this is a special episode talking all about what it took to make our dream home a reality, So James and I actually sat down with a videographer, and he asked us a bunch of questions that we answered Q&A style, and we're sharing all of the special information with you today. So we're talking about how we actually make big decisions. We're also sharing how we came to live in Austin and make this decision in just a very short amount of time, 72 hours to be exact. (laughs) We're also talking about how, although we're now in this stable place, we have roots, we're not moving around like we have been over the last 10 years, we actually feel more freedom. And I actually share what it took to save financially for this home and make it possible even as a busy entrepreneur with lots of other expenses, lots of moving pieces, and of course, a little bit of instability and moments where you're not quite sure where the next sale is going to come from. I also reveal what I would tell the version of me 20 years ago and why I never stopped believing in my future. So I think you're going to love this very personal episode. We definitely go deep and also support those of you who are looking to make owning a home a reality. And maybe that's not your dream, but there's something else that feels really big. It feels like a mountain that you're climbing at the moment that you want support with. This episode will definitely apply to that and support you in moving through that and getting to the other side. So let's dive in.
0: What led us to make this decision to move to Austin, Texas? From my personal perspective, I've, I've had a friend living here in Austin for quite a few years. So it was always interesting to me. Um, but Emily, you certainly weren't, you didn't have Texas no, on your mind on my at radar. All. Yeah. No, radar.
1: Yeah, about a year, well, literally a year ago yesterday, I was texting with one of my friends who had lived in LA and she moved to Austin. I saw on her Instagram, they had just bought a house. And I was so surprised because I never thought she would leave California. And so I was texting with her and asking her all about Austin. And she was telling me all the reasons why they decided to move. And that very day, I went and got on Zillow and started looking at all the house prices. And it was really serendipitous because that morning, I'd been driving around Santa, Par- Santa Barbara actively trying to manifest our dream home in Santa Barbara, but that year house prices had gone up by 17%. And so it was just looking like it was going to take a while to save for the down payment and all of that stuff. So when I saw on Zillow that the house prices were affordable, they looked beautiful, that really piqued my curiosity and then I connected with a real estate agent on Zillow and went downstairs to tell James that I had been searching for the last two hours for our house in Austin. <laughs> and we need to go and actually see what it was like and see if it could be a good fit for us.
0: But of course, the, the decision was never going to be made purely on house prices. You know, it piqued our interest because we were, you know, we were at that stage in our lives where we were ready to have our own a home. You know, we'd rented for so many years. Um, and so we were never going to make, the, the, you know, the decision just on price. And so we, we had to also just look at what was it in our lives that we needed right now? I mean, California was, is, is stunning, the landscape is stunning, but there were some crucial elements in our personal life and our professional life that were maybe didn't exist in our, in our sphere in Santa Barbara. So it was important at that point to just go to Austin, check it out, and we stayed in Airbnbs. We wanted to feel what it was like to actually live There. So we, we booked a trip and it was only how many days? Three days. Only three days in Austin. And the idea was let's speak to the realtor. Let's see some homes. Let's check out the city and just get a feel for what it, um, what it's like.
1: Yeah. So we came here and we went to a bunch of different neighborhoods and everyone told us the same thing, that there was a 500 person waiting list, a thousand person waiting list. They weren't allowed to sell us anything. So we were like, okay, so we found something that is within our budget. We can make it happen. And yet we're not allowed to buy anything. Like, what is this? What's going on? Then finally, on the third day, we came to the area that we're in now and we never thought we'd like it. We actually weren't going to come, but our realtor lives around here. So she brought us here. They were selling lots. And on that very day, the third day, we actually signed a contract and wired them the money the next day and made a decision.
0: Yeah, so let me back up to that moment because as Emily said, we got down here and we really loved it immediately. Just thought, wow, this is nice because it's, you know, it wasn't the location that we expected to like, but there's something energetic about places. You just feel whether you like it or not. We got down here, realized there was this opportunity for a house that we would love that we build ourselves rather than pre-existing so we get to make some great decisions as you've seen um but we, we were very aware that within a week within two weeks everything was going to change they were going to probably have a waiting list the prices were going to change the options were going to change and so we were sat there um around this desk with the uh with the the seller and we were like we've got to make a decision <laughs> and we would have to not just make a decision of yes or no but sign on the dotted line that day when we'd only come for 3 days just to check out Austin so it was a, it was a precious scenario
1: and we had to decide on stone color the actual floor plan that we wanted the elevation we had to decide what what upgrades we wanted like higher ceilings like everything within within that span of time so we were with her for probably like 6 hours debating all of this stuff i remember we didn't eat i was starving by the time <laughs> we left and we had to drive back to the airport that very day, which is crazy. And yeah. I remember like both of us were excited, but we were also really stressed. And it was just like, don't talk to me. I don't know what just happened because right. <laughs> um, it was so unexpected.
0: But the interesting thing is like with mine and Emily's life, especially the last seven years, making big decisions and making them quickly is sort of not something we're new to. Right. And we also trust each other's um. Intuition. Intuition. And and we're very much in alignment. And so I think that deep down, we knew that it was the right decision. But because it was so quick, obviously there's all of these what ifs Running through our minds, you know, I think at one point you you cried because you you were so sad to leave Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah. I
1: cried many times between the span of us being and, you know, deciding on this house and actually moving here because I love Santa Barbara and it really is such a special place to me even today. And so I never thought I'd live in Texas and it was just a big shock, Mm -hmm. but ultimately we were meant to be here.
0: We were meant to be here. And actually, as soon as you made that decision, lots of things started lining up. You know, people that were here were inviting us to things. Um, we started looking deeper into restaurants and hotels and things to do in Austin and activities. And and the, the boxes were just getting ticked in terms of what do we want in our life? Um, and so gradually we started feeling better and better about the decision and then really excited.
1: So the money mindset shifts that we had to make in order to purchase a house were... Massive. <laughs> there was a lot of fear around spending the money, around something being so finite. And I think for both of us, we had been in this sort of rental headspace for so many years, and we kept up up-level, leveling. And so although we were used to spending the amount of money that we'd be spending on a mortgage, it was that down payment and that just finiteness of the decision and being responsible for something, not being able to just hand in your notice, having to deal with All of the, you know, things that needed to be fixed and anything that could go wrong. And so there was a little bit of fear that we had to move past and also just putting down roots when we've been so kind of transient and free. We had to decide, is this what we want to do right now? But ultimately, I know for me, it actually felt more freeing to be able to be more grounded and put down those roots. And so once I moved past the fear and realized, you know, we've paid this amount of money for rent many, many times over throughout the span of the last 10 years or so living in cities like London and LA, I moved past that fear pretty quickly. But there was a lot of initial fear.
0: Yeah, it like was. You. Well, and, and along with that, you know, the, the business and the rest of our life haven't stopped. So we still had huge decisions to make in the business, financial decisions and investments. Um, that as much as you try and plan for them and budget for them, there's a lot of unknowns. And so, like and we said, there's this commitment that we've got to now stick to. Um, and our life, I mean, shift so quickly within the space of a year. So I think it was, it was just a lot of the, it was the commitment to something that's going to happen, yet and a whole year, almost a whole year in between of um, financial decisions in other areas of our life. What surprised me about the, you know, the purchasing of a home and the building process especially was um, how quickly everything, happens in terms of decisions. Um, You know, we had to make all of these decisions. As I said earlier, we had to make all these decisions on materials and colors in a little design studio without any pictures of what those colors or materials would look like in the house. Um, And we had to commit to those decisions. Um, That was kind of scary. And that surprised me, actually, um, that we'd have to make so many decisions and stick to them so early on. Um, I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, that was the main one for me. Just the you know, the fast decision making and trusting what you're seeing on a little screen or in a sample and trying to visualize it without the help of a real designer was yeah. it was challenging.
0: And even things like the electrics, we had a an electrical meeting via Zoom and we had to make decisions on where do we want receptacles and do we want any um separate um circuits and you know.
1: Where's the TV going to go? Where's the
0: TV going to go? So we've got to make decisions on room layout mm-hmm. that, you know, without even knowing and really having not measured the space um, way before we'd even broken ground. And so, and some of those things have been changed even since then. Um, and I think, I think for me though, it's, what's interesting about it is it's a little bit like life. You, you know, you can, you can have an idea of what you want and you can put kind of plans in place, but Things change. right? So I think what we've learned is that over the years of running our own business, the ability to pivot because no decision, no process is finite in business uh, any more than it is in life. And so I think what that has prepared us for in this house building process is that we do the best we can, make the best decisions we can and know that if it has to be changed, it has to be changed.
1: So did we agree upon all the decisions in the house? Should we give an honest answer? Or? I think we did
0: pretty good. Um, so let's, let's start with the, the colors and the flooring and stuff.
1: Yeah, we pretty much agreed on all of that, I would say. Um, I know that you wanted to upgrade some of the appliances, but we decided just to wait on that for a bit. Yeah. Um, what else did we not agree upon? Well, I
0: think the interesting thing is, is Emily was really excited about the, the look. Uh, of everything and I, and I was probably the boring, practical person that 's thinking about um, you know some of the other stuff, like I said like the types of appliances and and you know certain electrical decisions, like I wanted to wire for solar even though we don 't have solar yet, and I wanted to think about the the water um, conditioning systems and making sure that we can put that in so from a health perspective right so like Emily said about putting a dedicated circuit in for it um a uh, an infrared sauna so I'm making decisions based on those kind of things uh Emily was really excited by the visuals so it kind of worked out in a way uh, um so visually yes I think we we did agree yeah. on pretty much everything
1: furniture Possibly not. We'll see.
0: Well, okay. I, well. The interesting thing about that is, did we agree on all the furniture? Well, you'd have to you'd have to ask me the question. Did I get asked if I liked the furniture that was chosen before it was chosen? Luckily, um, we have the same taste, and so maybe there are some decisions I would have made differently. Um, but, like the white sofa. Yeah, I mean. So we're getting a white sofa. And again, it's not that I don't love a white sofa, but then my brain goes to the practical side of, of uh, you know, you ain't eating chocolate on that sofa. or So it's no, no chocolate or red wine on that sofa. Yeah. Um, so really, you know, I, I, I can't all think it. But we that, did well. Yeah we, yeah, we did really, really well. And I, I totally trust uh, her, her visual and her design uh, taste. E- e- even if I didn't see anything, I would, I would be very confident that I'd like everything she shows. I think we did pretty well. One of my top tips for, for entrepreneurs who want to own property, but don't know how to make it happen is don't make assumptions as to what, what it takes to make it happen for a start. So, you know, one of the things that, that surprised me, which I didn't answer in the previous question about here in Austin is that it was actually cheaper and easier to build a house than to buy a house that already existed. Um, you know, less money down initially, time to then to put together deposit. Um, you know, time to really plan the life and the move, um, and so it was. It was actually easier. So I think, and I think that's a that's a great tip for life. Never make assumptions about how you think something has to happen until you've got all the information and know for yourself how it happens. You?
1: Yeah, I think for me, I had a coach tell me just to put aside a certain amount of money. I think it was 10% of our sales every single month. And he said, you're going to be so surprised at how quickly that adds up and turns into a deposit for your mortgage. And I started doing that. And he was exactly right. We were able to purchase a house much quicker than I thought. And just like James said, initially, we thought that we'd have to have 20% down. But in Texas, that wasn't required. So we did 10% down. And for entrepreneurs, cash is king. And so if you can hold on to more cash for the time being, especially have extra left over to do stuff to your house or to get furniture, then it was amazing to have that opportunity. So like James said, just explore all of your options. Don't take no for an answer and just trust that it can happen sooner than you thought it could. And I would also say that don't put pressure on yourself to actually buy something if it's not a true desire. Because for us, it wasn't a true desire until very recently. We loved moving around, we traveled a lot, we loved the freedom of upgrading our apartment or where we were living on a regular basis because we were renting. So you don't have to do it, but if it is something that's a desire, just trust that it can happen sooner than you expect and also look a little bit different than you expect, but create the same feeling that you're looking for.
0: Mm
1: So my favorite room in the house is definitely the main bathroom because of all the marble and what we're planning to do with it. So a beautiful chandelier over the bathtub. We're gonna add gold fixtures. We're gonna change out the lighting. And of course it leads seamlessly into the beautiful closet. So I would say that space.
0: I'm gonna answer this, this question a little bit differently because my favorite space in what we've purchased will be the garden because I've never had a garden like this before and so you know i'm a very creative person so the idea of, of making decisions to landscape this garden create some amazing outdoor spaces is really exciting to me you know to build the fire pit to you know have something that people can come around we have a barbecue and just a really nice outdoor space is um is something i'm very very excited about what am i most excited about when it comes to owning a house well as emily said you know we've moved nine times in 10 years and it, you know renting's fun you've got the freedom but I think when you're renting it feels like there's always a foot out the door you know you you know there's always a little part of you that can't quite ground and settle in and so I'm very excited to just be grounded to have you know our castle and we'll still travel we'll do, do stuff but to have something that's ours. That if I want to change a door, or I want to change the color of something, or I want to make a big hole in the yard, I can do it. And so there's a freedom, and then there's a there's a grounding that I'm very excited to experience owning my own home.
1: Yeah, and I think for me, it's that stability and just feeling grounded as well, but kind of in a different way. I feel like I have so many business ideas, and I have multiple companies, and so many big things that I want to do, and that we both want to do professionally. And so it's nice to not have to think about moving and where we're going to go next. It feels like that part of our life is taken care of. And so I have more headspace and more heart space for some other projects that are really exciting to me. So it just feels good to be grounded. And for me, that feels like freedom, whereas before traveling and living in different places felt like freedom. So it's interesting to see how that shifts. Would we do anything differently if we could do it all over again? I would change out the tile in one of the bathrooms, (laughs) surface level answer. Um, In terms of everything else, I mean, one of the cool things is like this past summer, I woke up with this feeling like we were supposed to move to Austin earlier. And so I think, you know, we could have moved even earlier and started to build our network here and build our life here. But all in all, I think that it happened as it was meant to.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I think uh, hindsight in this case, isn't useful because I think that we were in the right place to move and make the decisions that we made when we made them. Um, sure, if we have moved earlier, you know, we could have got different things done, but we weren't ready to move earlier. So no, I think I would have done it exactly the same.
1: Yeah.
0: So how does it feel to you know, be at this point now where our, my pantry is the same size as uh, the room that I had at college? Well, it's, uh, it's huge. Uh, I st- I had a I shared a, a student house with some friends and the room I had was really 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 small, uh, single bed, um, you know not much space in there at all, tiny little wardrobe and that was it. Um, it's a really it's a really great question because I think it it just um, gives me the opportunity to just be super grateful. Um, you know I don't take anything for granted in this life and I don't know what I would have expected of myself. I certainly wouldn't have thought that this. Young guy from a small village outside of London um, to end up in Austin, Texas, building his own home with this beautiful woman that he's been working with for seven years. Um, You know, if I could go back and tell that guy that that was going to happen, he probably wouldn't believe me and probably would have thought I was drunk or something. (laughs) Um, So I'm super grateful, uh, very, very grateful. And, you know, the best thing about it, it makes me. You know, it takes away any ceiling of expectation for the future that I, you know, if I, if I couldn't foresee this happening when I was at college, what's going to happen next?
1: So was there a time where I didn't expect this for myself and would I say anything to that girl? So the honest truth, and some people are going to be annoyed by this, is I actually dream bigger than this. And although I'm so grateful for this house, my mind is naturally like, okay, in five years, we're going to have a 10,000 square foot house, and we're going to buy our house in Vail, and we're going to do all these things. And that's just how my mind works. And I've always had immense belief in myself. And you know, I was chatting with one of my clients who has similar aspirations, and we were talking about her last few years. And I said, What do you think has been the game changer for you? And I had a word in mind as I was asking her the question, and we both came up with the word belief. And so I think it's so important that you recognize the things that you know are meant for you and possible. And for those of us who have a lot of belief, amazing. For those of us who don't, get a coach, get a mentor, get people in your circle who inspire you and show you what's possible. Adopt a little bit of their belief because it really is a game changer. When you have that, you look for opportunities, you see things differently, you know that it's possible for you. So you go after things in a different way. So I don't know if that's an annoying answer, but that's the truth. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today